I don't know the whole map yet. I know that I'm going to be all right. Assurance that I didn't get anymore just helped me through. I had a lot of friends and family that helped me through that period. I built my support network that sees me now a lot more chilled and relaxed and really safe and also a lot happier. I'm not looking back. That inspires me to share that with the world because I know that a lot of people don't talk about what they go through, but that goes through the same thing. Hey, yeah. welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. We are here with Mandy Muno. She is an experienced coach who is excited to connect with you personally because you are curious about what is and what could be. And Mandy was in a book co-authored with Pat Masidi called Speak Up, Step Up, Stand Out. And Mandy is going to talk to us about her thirst to experience life raw and how she can fully inspire you and get you to be authentic, live life your way, and let the real journey begin. So Mandy, glad to be talking to you. Good morning, Robert. How are you today? Fabulous. Thank you for asking. Yourself? I'm really well, and I appreciate you having me on the show, and I'm very excited to share with the world globally what we can do to change your life in a way that you can live it as most authentic as you possibly can envision to. Yes. Let's get to that. So if someone here is just casually listening to or watching our podcast and maybe they have their arms folded and they say, this Mandy person, she better be good. She better give me some of the real juicy content. What do you have for us? What is the problem that's out there? And what is the message that people need to hear to wake themselves up? Yes, Robert, what I'm finding with a lot of people, everyone wants to live a great life, but it's not necessarily everyone who wants to do the work. And work always sounds pretty boring. So I need fun in my life. So I understand when people say, oh, you know, I want to have a great life, but I'm not ready yet. Because for a long time, I've been in that place where I didn't feel I'm ready for anything. But now I ask myself the question, are we ever ready? And what are we waiting for? And what I found for myself is that a lot of people just need to give themselves the permission to just try and to start. So I say, instead of thinking, oh, I have to achieve this or that, just begin and trust, find trust in the journey. But just that word alone, the trust thing, is the real big, big roar, the black dog in the corner. I'm going on a big elephant, whatever you can relate to. And you're going, oh my God, I'm never going to do this. My goal is too big and it's too out of reach. But what I found is you put it into your bite sizes and I'm happy to assist whoever is drawn to that journey to make it workable for them. And for me, it's really important to have that. Let's call it married to fun because you know what? I need to have fun every day. I can't just wait until the weekend or until the vacation or until I deserve to, until it's my birthday. So I make sure every day I have a little bit of fun or a little lot of fun, I like to say. And I want to live a life where people see me and they can actually see whatever I share with the world is what I live myself because it's about teaching what I live because there's no point in me teaching something I don't even apply because then it doesn't really inspire others because I'm going, oh, she teaches something, but she doesn't even apply it herself. How can I believe that what she's teaching me is actually going to work for me? And as much as I would love to say to you, I have a magic potion for you that you just have to drink and tomorrow you're going to wake up and it's all happening and your dream has come true. It will take persistent steps. And that can sound boring in itself and a little bit, oh my God, so overwhelming. I better put the cover back over my head. I'm not going to stand there. Nothing will change until we decide we want to change. And for me, it's really important that everyone is aware of that. It's a sad or it's not a sad truth, but it's the truth and the hard truth. 
and that we have to be the person that is the driver for that. But I say, you do it at your speed, at your however fast you want to drive, whether you're driving the car or you walk or you fly the plane, I like to say. But you determine the speed of your change, of your life. And if you're not ready yet, then that's okay. You just listen out and one day you will know. Today is the day and you will not fight anymore because you're never going to be And this is great. And I love hard truths, especially when I find them on motivational YouTube videos or instructional podcasts, because what's great about someone who is honest and who is opinionated is that you can say either this is the person for me, I'll take, I'll soak in all their advice, or you can just pick and choose what you want. Or like you said, if the message is happening too soon, if someone hears your motivational message, but they're maybe a few months away from actually like giving themselves the confidence and the permission to take action, maybe they can revisit that later. And so what you're saying is that we need to build the airplane on the way down. You don't need to wait for thing A to happen in order to take action B. You can just take some small step today, but that it will require some amount of work because if you want to write that book, the words won't write themselves, right? If you want to make those YouTube videos, the camera won't record themselves. So you do have to do the work, but it does not have to be unpleasant. It does not have to be a slog, just like how we've all been there where there might've been that subject in school, like maybe it was like English or history or math or some kind of science, but we all had this, that, that one subject where like, for some reason it was fun, even though there might've been a lot of like labor or work involved. And my understanding is that the past year for you has been very transformative. I know that you like ex the word experience better than transformative, but you've had a transformation and you've gained experience. So what's been happening with you in the past year? Because as you said, you don't want to be someone that just speaks out the words you want to actually live your life. So what has changed in your life and what has your growth been like? Yeah, so thanks for asking the question, Robert. And I appreciate that he can understand the differences I'm coming from and what is required. And it's always good to have it reflect back to you, how people hear or what they hear. So the last year was the most transformative year for me. And for a very long time, I was in a relationship, in a marriage where I was always the same person. I'm very uh, chilled out, but I have a lot of energy and I have a lot of things that I want to do. And I have things all over where I go and I like inspiration. I like inspiring people and empowering people and just like sharing a smile. It doesn't have to be a big present to give everyone. But if I can change people's lives in whatever way it is, then I would love to do that. But for me, what I was finding is that I was having all this life in my body for a very long time. And it became prominent about this time last year, a little bit earlier, probably half this through 2021. And... What I found is I was living this life inside myself that wanted to just erupt from the inside out and just to be shown to the world because I felt I was living in an inner conflict. I was having a life inside myself, while at the same time, I wanted to share that with the world because I felt I had so much that I could share from my experiences. And I felt it wouldn't be authentic if I was to continue the way I was in my marriage and even though I was the person I wanted to be, I didn't express everything that I wanted to share with the world. Like the way I am unfiltered, raw, authentic, no matter whether people were going to be annoyed about it. I would never intentionally hurt anyone on purpose or offend them. But what I didn't want to do is I didn't want to talk things nice when they, did, when they weren't nice. For me, it was really important to just share truth as it was for me. And I can only talk from my experiences. And so I was going through a relationship um, 
breakdown, separation, and I've been going through that for quite some time. And for me, it was now at the time that I had to just get out of the shell and say, I'm sorry, I was living for the united family of the, I don't want to say perfect family because perfect is such a, yeah, flat word for me. I'm very animated and I like it alive. So for me, I didn't want to play a picture or that I felt wasn't truthful. And so for me, for that to change, I had to say my relationship, my marriage isn't anymore what I envisioned, but I was actually living that relationship at all costs. And, and a big compromise. And the compromise was, I was compromising who I was at the personal level. And I said, I have become inauthentic, but I've never been spending a lot of time with myself because I just had a seven-year-old at the time. And I'm going, I'm putting all my energy more or less into that. And I was looking at a few other projects and I'm going, oh my God, I'm going further off my path, whatever that path is. I didn't have no idea. I just knew that I wasn't feeling the way I wanted to feel. And I'm rather intuitive and my body will never leave me alone. It's been for my whole life. I will always get nudges at different times of my life and will say, it will make me actually sick that if I don't come back to my path, wherever that is, I will get sick. And so it was getting close to that. And then I just said, no, the thing that has to change is the marriage has to be dissolved. So then I decided that I'm going to separate from my husband, which I did about a year ago. And it's been a very confronting year. It's been a very intense year. It's been a sad year. It's been a year where so many emotions came up, emotions I've never experienced before. And I've had lots of other experiences before. But for the first time, I actually allowed myself to just experience that and openly share that. I've always shared it openly, but there was no anymore. I don't have to worry about that. Someone like my husband would like it or wouldn't offend him because it was my story. It was about me. And I was only portraying what was true for me and not making it right or wrong, but sharing from a real emotional raw level where I said, this is what happened. And for me, this didn't work anymore. And for me, all I wanted was the United family, the beautiful unity for the children and for us as a family. But I felt I was compromising as a human being on my own. And I felt like. It was not a self, I felt for a very long time, if I was to continue to be in that family for that perfect picture, I'm going to call it at the moment. I was compromising who I was being and it wasn't authentic. And at the same time, I wasn't living a real life. It was all just something portrayed as something that I didn't feel was authentic anymore. And I needed to change that. And once I knew that I had come, I woke up and I knew this is the day I have to separate. I separated that day and... I got my power back, but for a long time, I didn't actually spend time on myself because it was too painful. It was too hurtful. I didn't want to go there because I had no idea how this journey is going to unfold. I have no idea. I'm living in a country where I'm on my own, like my family all in Germany. And I'm going, what's going to happen here? How am I going to work this? And I have a child here now. And I had no idea. I had no map, but I just trusted within myself and my intuition that whatever's going to happen is going to be all right. I don't know the whole map yet. I just know that I'm going to be all right. And just having that inner uh, assurance that I didn't get from an outsource anymore came up from within me, just helped me through. But it was, I had a lot of friends and obviously family, even though they were distant in location, that helped me through that period. And I still do. And I built my support network that got me, sees me now a lot more chilled and relaxed and really safe and also a lot happier than a year ago. And I'm not looking back. And that just inspires me to share that with the world because I know there's a lot of people that 
probably going to talk about what they go through, but that goes through the same thing. And I just want to put it out there because you're not alone. And that's a great message. And I think we can relate to that. And I can relate to that, especially in different periods of my life when there would be like a multi-year long relationship, sometimes multi-year long business relationship, sometimes personal relationship where it was just such a source of stress. And I ended up just being a person I didn't recognize, like how you're saying. And then, but then see, the thing that kind of kept me from taking action for so many years of cutting the cord, ending their relationship is just that, that worry. What if it's not the cause, right? Because you hear about people who they think they're bored in a career or they think they're bored in some kind of city or they want to pack up and go do something else and they take themselves with them. Like you take you with you. So how do you know if, how do you know, like if such and such relationship needs to be cut off versus if you're just bored or unhappy for some other reason? Because like you said, you, you've gone through all these emotions, all this time, all this pain just to come out of it. So how do you know even before you pull the trigger if that's the thing you need to cut off? So for me, I do a lot of long time testing. I put myself in different situations. So I went on holidays with the family and then I took some trips on my own. And I felt that no matter what place I was in, I wasn't leaving me at a hundred percent. And for a long time I said, oh, you know, I have a child now. It changed a lot after I had a child. And I felt like if I was to leave the relationship now, the marriage, because I don't feel it because I'm all about feeling and I feel it's really important to share that with people because some people don't even know what it what they feel like anymore we're so shut off because we have experienced so much pain because whatever life experience we have, we have there's people that are actually going to war if you want to go to one extreme to the other then whatever you have been facing whether it's dissolving of a marriage or you're grieving some kind of loss or you've been in a work environment where you got bullied or whatever it may have been but for me to know when to cut it off was when I'm in every experience where I was going, I felt I was holding back and I couldn't a hundred percent be who I wanted to be. Not because the other people didn't allow me to, but I didn't allow myself to. And I'm going, I'm holding back. I cannot do this anymore. I felt like I'm exploding. My skin is like going to erupt any minute and my jacket is not full open and it's like a cupboard. You, you shove in, you know, when you have to cover it, uh, doors, Robert, and you put, oh, another sheet goes in, oh, a little bit more that I don't think like, I shove it in, just close that door. And one day, boom, it just opens up and all that stuff falls out. And that's exactly what I was feeling like from the inside out. I go, oh my God, any minute it's going to explode and it's not going to be in a way, it's not going to be delivered in a way that it will be constructed. I will just lose it and I could cause so much damage. I had no idea what that could look like. But I felt a high sense of responsibility towards the children and looked at it. And I'm going, if I was to imagine my son is now going to have a relationship and he's going to attract the relationship that I had with my husband, would that be something that I would be proud of my, seeing my son having? And that changed my perspective. And I'm going, oh my God, I cannot believe that I have allowed for that to happen. And obviously it takes two people to make a thing work or not work. And I'm part to contribute to that it didn't work out. But it's also, you can be willing to change everything. But what one of my hardest or harshest realities was, I cannot change anybody. We can only change ourselves. And change is a very scary word for a lot of people. I don't actually like the word change in itself. I like evolve or whatever you want to make it. But for me, it's looking at yourself and giving yourself permission just to feel and just to take stock and feel safe. But I within myself didn't mean to say because I've never taken the time 
just to tune in. What does Mandy want? Because, oh no, I can show you, I'm Wonder Woman. I can do this and that. Let me take care of it. Because unless I do it, it's not going to happen. And that was a truth that I lived for a long time. And for me, that was actually to the detriment of myself because I also just have 24 hours in my day. I asked for 96 hours in a day that I could probably shovel everything that I want to do. But God said, no, change your priorities and pack in 24 hours what you can. So then I had to eliminate what wasn't true to myself and I had to do less. But then I was in struggle with myself because I thought, oh my God, if I do less, then people are going to think of me not anymore as that perfect picture that she's. And I'm going, why am I so worried about other people? And then I'm going, oh my God, I have to come back to myself and to find the sense that it doesn't actually matter what other people think. Not because I don't value or care about them, because that's a quite important distinction here. It's I care about them, but I have no control over anybody else's beliefs, what they think about me or of themselves or whatever. All I can do is me and live as authentic as an example as I do. Not to impress you or someone else, but to be true to myself because then... No matter whether the call is at two in the morning, at two in the afternoon, any time of day, you will get the same person. And yeah, so for me, just tuning in with myself and when my body signals me, now that's not right. I'm in the same, in different places, the same person, but it's not the person I want to be. That's when I know it has to do with me. The other people just reflecting to me what's going on. And I can either continue to, I want to say tolerate because there is some What's the word? There is some permission that I'm giving the other person to treat me that way. And if I do that, then I give my power away. And when I recognize that I'm going, okay, I can either be uncomfortable and change what I believe doesn't work. And if it's not that thing, I'll figure out what it is. Or I can stay uncomfortable before this, nothing ever changes. And I'm going to get really uncomfortable because I'm already feeling unwell about this. And my body always gives me, makes me worse and worse. So I had to do something. But the day when I woke up and I knew it and I could not go back. These are some deep questions for us to be thinking about. Some probing questions, I guess, that they call it, right? Just as far as what makes you feel like you're about to explode? What is making you not an authentic person? And what are you tolerating and who are you tolerating it from? So this is, these are all things that the answers don't always reveal themselves instantaneously. Sometimes you have to, in your, like you said, in your case, go on different experiences, adventures, situations, and just mix it up that way you can see what changes and what stays the same. And so how is your healing process going? Like it's been a year, you've been on this whole journey. Are you fully better now? Are you still a work in progress? What's the present day like? I'm a ongoing project and I love it. So for me, healing, a good question. We can be on this forever healing journey. I've been in that learning process about myself for a long time. Like I really love doing workshops, connecting with people, meeting new people, different cultures, different languages, different places. And so I turn myself actually into different workshops just to explore what are my interests. I knew what my interests were. But I wanted to actually say what they bring out in me because I wanted to really learn who am I at the core? What am I actually doing what I want to do? And am I doing it fully or am I half, half here, half there and not really anywhere? You know what I mean? And the last year, I've really taken time to just return to myself, take time for me without feeling selfish. That was a really big thing for me. So I felt if I took time for me, I was selfish. So I had to do a lot of healing on that and say, unless I have me, I'm not available to anybody. And that took a lot of time for me, but I got through that. 
And I needed to do that first and foremost for me, but more so for my son, because I'm not looking at the majority of clients after him. And I need to just be available for him, not just physically, but also emotionally. And not just healing myself and getting through the marriage, separation, et cetera, but also for him to see that parents can get along, even though we're not together anymore. And it's not his fault and all of that. So I needed to do things for me to make me understand that there was a life path that I had chosen. I've now made a different decision. It doesn't mean I'm a failure. It just means that back then when I made the decision to marry this man, it was the right decision. Things have changed. He's still an amazing man, but it just doesn't allow me to express who I am in the way that I want to. And the compromise is too great for me to, I'm going to use the word settle for staying where I was. Plus there was also some safety concerns there that brought me on that I needed to move on. And now that I've found my own safe place, I'm feeling extremely confident and watch. I'm really drawn now to lean into my discomfort and just to go to workshops. And I'm actually looking for the hardest person in the room to do exercise with because I want people to trigger me because yes, I still have triggers. I am not sure yet. I haven't explored whether triggers will ever change or not change, but if triggers will ever be completely gone, obviously that's a whole another subject. But I look at the hardest person that I can imagine to have this exercise with whatever workshop I'm doing at the time. And I want to really just see what is there, what is still triggering me. And I want to heal it and get it out of my system. I know it has nothing to do with the other person, but it's just a reflection on what's going on within me. And the sooner I can deal with the triggers, the sooner I can live a blissful life. And I'm going, yeah. So I'm like, obviously it's very, I love to have the courage to and I have the gift now that I feel safe within myself, which was a healing in itself. But the amounts are getting less now, but I'm a lot more specific what I'm really drawn to. And it's all on not just flat screen and webinar. I need to be in person. I love dancing and I love connecting with people, talking and listening and just expressing through the body because we need to embody change. We cannot just learn from paper. There's just so much we can do transformational on paper, but we need to give the body like an outlet to move because there's so much energy we got stuck. We're sitting at the school band, then we're going to work. And by the time we are allowed to have fun because the work day is over, a lot of people are buggered because they can't even find the energy because we're either not authentic in what we are inspired by or we're really exhausted because we have, we're overcommitting ourselves to things that might be what we want to do or not. But if they are what we want to do, I can get up at four in the morning. I, can, I jump out of bed because I love my life so much now. And I'm like, man, it's going to be another amazing day. And who am I going to meet today? And what am I going to find out about this person? And how can I help them? And how can they help me? So it's an ongoing mutual thing where it's just like so exciting. I'm just so curious about life. And there was something in there that you said that, that really stuck with me. And you said, lean into discomfort. And I think that just that phrase alone, there's so much attached to it because like that has the action taking that's implied, right? Because if you're seeking discomfort and almost looking to trigger yourself or test your boundaries, that right there means that you're not just book learning or computer learning. You're actually like going out there and taking some action. And, um, and you're reminding me that maybe about five around this time of year, about five years ago, I was in, I went walking to a conference room. I was at some kind of meeting. There's all these people and I just looked around and I chose this one random person. I went and started talking to them. And that was the moment when I, I finally liked 
who I was as a person. I was like, cool, I'm actually taking a small risk and then overcoming the butterflies and then having the positive mindset and thinking, what's the worst that can happen? I go and I talk to that person. We just have a casual conversation and then move on as opposed to just like standing in the corner when everyone else is talking. And that's such a good attitude, I think, to have because even less meeting on a podcast today, right? How easy and comfortable would it have been to just think the worst and say, oh, I'll hop on the Zoom ring and hope that she doesn't show up. That way I can go and do something else, but instead have the positivity and say, what kind of conversation will we have? And maybe we'll come across something that I'll think about for years to come and we'll have a good interaction and it'll help, it'll brighten my day and it'll help others. And so there's a lot of good, of good possibilities as long as you remind yourself and you make it that habit to think about those good possibilities and whatever you have coming up that maybe the old you would have dreaded, but the new you is looking forward to. And so I think that we all really need to tap into your energy and your philosophy and what you have going on. And I think the best way to, to experience a little bit of that is in these last few minutes, hear about a client story if you have one, because like you're this experienced coach and people have these problems and sometimes you just can't overcome it easily on your own and you need this experienced coach as yourself to help you along the way. So do, have you have any students that come to mind that we could we really should hear about just as far as they were stuck, they had these problems, they came to you, you helped them. Anything come to mind? Yeah, I've got a lot of ideas coming to mind there. I connected with people recently and I'm going, which one going to take? But yeah, I will share one with you if you like. So just on that note, what you just shared, Robert, I got goosebumps actually. I got a bit emotional here when you were sharing, like you go out of your comfort zone and you meet that person. A question that I like to ask people, actually it brought tears to my eyes as you can maybe see, because you actually are quite emotional. And I like to also show that's why I hardly ever wear makeup because Whatever comes up in the moment, some people might see me and say, are you all right? I said, yeah, I am. As long as I don't want to make other people uncomfortable, but I also don't want to stop myself from experiencing emotion and show people it's okay to be with your emotion because there's always something there, whether it's unresolved or it's touching your heart or whatever it may be. And I'm just, I'm just really raw on that. And I love that because it gives some people the permission. Oh my God, she's not perfect either. Or she's, and I'm not even aiming for perfection. But going back to what you mentioned with a story, so I'm going to just maybe go into an experience with a gentleman who was looking for some guidance. So he reached out because he had no direction on where he was going in life. He just felt, oh, I need a plan. And when I have a plan, I know I have a goal and I have a vision and I know where I'm going. But right now, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing. I said, okay, how do you feel about that? Oh, and I know from myself. If I have no plan, oh, I love driving because if I'm driving, I can turn the music on and make me happy and I'm going somewhere. I feel like I'm progressing. I'm making progress, even if I'm going nowhere. And sometimes when we allow ourselves to travel and journey forward, we can actually get, because we're not consciously thinking about why we're there for whatever, we're just going for a drive. All these other answers come up and go, oh, this is cool. But in that particular scenario, I got him to look at a few things. And one of them was, what is it that you want? And a lot of us don't know that. And I know that myself because I'm, I don't know. I just want to be happy. Oh, okay. What does happy look like? And it's such a bland word. Happy, yeah, everyone to be happy. Okay. It looks different for everyone. And that's why I always say, you know, we teach people to be happy and to do things that make them happy and blah, blah, blah. But then it's something, the meaning is different to everyone. For some person, it might just mean, for me, it means 
I can do what I want, when I want, with whom I want. Like I can meet who I want, when I want, and experience whatever I want with that person and who to help with. And with this gentleman, I said, you know what? Why don't you just look at, bring it back. Like it's so far away. It feels so out of reach to go because you don't even know what the goal is, but you feel, oh my God, I'm here. I have no idea. I can't even see it. Even if I put glasses on, if I needed glasses. So I said, bring it all back to you right here in the moment. And that's where the discomfort begins. And we don't actually want to go then. But we have to bring the energy back to ourselves and say, okay, I'm here now. And how do I feel? Oh, God. And some people might just feel, oh, my God, I'm hyperventilating because I'm so uncomfortable with who I'm being. And I'm going, okay. It's really good to have the awareness. But now once we have the awareness, it actually leads to frustration because we now know what's going on, even though we might not understand in depth what is going on. We just recognize, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Something isn't right here and it could be anything. But we know it's not a bad meal. In the very rare case, it might be a bad meal we've eaten before, but that's often not the case. And so we say, okay, I'm just going to journal about it or express if I want to just have a talk because some people want to journal it in their own time because they're not comfortable in talking. Others want to have feedback and be asked because it keeps them engaged in thinking and they find the progresses are greater. And then they look at, okay, and then what am I actually enjoying to do? Oh yeah, I like to, and it doesn't have to be, or I have to think about what will give me money. No, it's nothing to do with that. Because I found years ago, my fun tank was really depleted. And I thought like, oh my God, I have no zest in my step. I have, what is going on? And I said, I need to do some more things that are fun. Go for a scoot, go for a bike ride. I love fresh air because it's just so rejuvenating and Oh yeah, meet some person. I don't ever hardly ever watch TV because I want to create content to be on TV and not to watch TV. But it's good because there's some people that like to watch TV and others that want to create to be on TV. So there's, anyone has a gift to offer or many gifts to offer. But what I offer to this gentleman is say, have a look, reflect on what's going on in your life. What do you enjoy doing? What could you implement every day? At least just one thing that you could do every day. Because we need to come back to ourselves to see how does it feel to feel? Because people have gone so numb, they can't even feel the touch anymore. I'm like, oh my God, why are we protecting ourselves from a life that we want to live? And a question that I really love to ask, and that triggers a lot of people and gets them to think like this, is if tomorrow was your last day, what would you do today? If the world ended tomorrow, and they go, oh my God, I would do this. Okay, I said, record it on your phone, write it down or whatever you need to do. And pick one of them and start today. Because why, why do we wait until the world ends or until we find out, or oh, I only got blah, 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 months to live, or this person died and out of a sudden now I'm forced to change because I can't stay stuck in where I am or even I can't continue where I am. So they said, try this reality on, even though it's not a reality, luckily, or maybe it is, I don't know. But if I was to die tomorrow, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to worry about the dishes aren't done in the sink. I just leave them there and I'm going to go for that bike ride right now. I'm going to get some fresh air. And when I come back from the bike ride, I'm going to feel more energized. I'm going to be up and inspired and I'm going to wash the dishes at half the time and the house is going to be clean anyway. And don't worry anyway, if today is my last day, then somebody else will wash the dishes. It will be taken care of. But they will not say, oh, she was a dirty woman. And if they say that, I wouldn't know anyway. So I said, put it down. If tomorrow was your last day, what would you do today? Pick something off the list, do it today. Oh, what if I feel bad about it? I said, allow yourself to feel bad about it. And then I try to understand, what does it mean that you feel bad? Where 
when did you feel the first time bad? I don't necessarily like to go very much back in the past, but if it comes up, it's obviously there. And for me, it's not just a sitting down exercise. Let's get up. Let's go for a walk. Let's embody it. Oh man, I feel like I could punch to the back. I said, okay, let's just shake it all out. And blah, 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 blah. Because I'm all about body movement and expressing and showing what relates to you. So then this experience also sticks with people and then they go, oh, okay, it was boxing. I remember the conversation I had with Mandy and oh my God, that reminds me I haven't done what she told me or maybe I should start again. So you relate it back to their life. So when they go about their day to day, they triggered back. And even though they might not be ready to do something today, but then are we ever ready? I wasn't ready. I thought, okay, I can either wait for the day to be ready, which will never come, or I could just jump and build my wings on the way down. And the wings, they are flying better than ever. It's all going really well. And you know what? I just trust in the journey. And I'm also, I trust in my ability to catch myself. And if I don't, then I land hard. And yeah, I crawl for a while and I get on. I created a really helpful support network. And that was one of the things I would like to mention to everyone. It's really important to have some people that you can have around you that catch you when you feel it's not that great. And I know we can be very vulnerable and vulnerable is another conversation for another day, but being vulnerable is actually one of the very important parts that will lead to breakthroughs and changes. But where, if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone face to face, because you don't want anyone know what imperfect life you are living, because everyone thinks you're living the perfect life and you're super happy. There's a lot of helpline numbers out there that you can call anonymously 24 hours, no matter what country you're in. I don't know, obviously every country is a setup, but here in Australia, you can call them at any time of day. And I made use of them a lot in my past. I haven't called a helpline in a long time, but last year, this time I did. And they were very helpful and everyone gives you different guidance. On that note, whatever you do with the guidance is up to you and wherever you are at the place. But it's never for lack of support, but it's for a lack of us taking the first step and that we must take ourselves. It's not about punishing that we waited too long, that we didn't do it. Yes, we can get stuck in that. But the question is, why would you want to be stuck in that? If you could take a step and just try. And if it didn't work out, you can always go back to that comfort zone. But I'm not sure that you will still be comfortable there when you smell the fresh air out and you know what's possible. And these are, this is all a great philosophy. And th these are interesting new perspectives and questions for us to consider. And I like that last part, especially that you're, in, say you're in your comfort zone now and people always talk about leaving their comfort zone. And you're saying, how about you, you plan on just leaving your comfort zone. And then after a set period of time, just plan on coming back just so that way that's, it's low risk. But when you leave it, you probably won't even want to come back because you realize about all the fun that you've been missing out on. And so a lot of your, your mindset here has, for me, illustrated the power in having some of these interesting questions, right? These questions, like you mentioned, what would make you happy and what would that mean for you? And what would that lead to? What would it take for you to get there? You asked these questions like, if today was the last day of your life, then what would you do? And it doesn't mean you have to make a list of 50 things and go out and do them right now, but you could list a few of those things. And then now you have some new options, possibilities in front of you. Now you can say, if it was my last day of life, I would go out for that bike ride. And then you go out for the bike ride and then you come back and then do the responsible thing. So it doesn't have to be one or the other, right? You don't have to throw out practicality in order to get to your dreams. You can just have these different sorts of 
tools in the toolbox. And a lot of what you're saying here in like your therapist terms almost is that the worst that you think will happen probably won't happen, right? The whole world won't come crashing down if you go and take that risk or start that business or go to school or do something new. The worst probably won't happen. So it is worth taking the chance. It is worth trying something different. And so those people out there who are stuck in their comfort zone, need something better, need a change, need help. What's the next step for them? If they're watching or listening to our podcast and they say, man, Mandy, she sure has a lot of these secrets figured out. I need to go to her website. I need to get in contact. I need to find out about her product services. Where do they go? What's the next step? What do you offer? Yeah, so I've got a beautiful variety of things that people can get in touch with to reach out to me. I've got a beautiful book, as you mentioned, while we're here today, Robert, is the Speak Up, Step Up and Stand Out. Have a read of the, one of the chapters in there, which I wrote, and then a lot of other chapters that were written by the co-author. And that will get you thinking just about what is. But then if you wanted to find out a little bit more about what I do, I've got a beautiful online webinar that will get you more into thinking how you can reignite your spark into your life, especially when you're feeling dissatisfied with your life and you're feeling unfulfilled. If this is something that triggers you, and you might not feel that way, or you might want to feel or hope that you don't feel that way, but you think, oh, maybe there's some truth in it, and there's maybe something I can learn. So that is available to uh, be to the audience to check out on MandyMunoz.com, and that will then give you lead you further to read on about what my philosophy is, what I'm passionate about, who I am, just in brief, and some other options how to connect with me if you wanted to reach out for some further work. And there's a few other gifts on there that are open to all listeners that they can explore in their own time. And there's obviously also the ability there to connect with me directly through email and my phone contacts are there too. And then we can just see how we can connect if anything that I have shared today might ring true for you or of interest to you or just got you thinking. Because for me, I believe that everyone deserves to live a life that is really beautiful and fulfilling and not just looks beautiful, but feels amazing from the inside out. And that is that you're excited about getting up in the morning. I'm not saying that it's every day. Sometimes I don't want to get up either. And I said, oh, it's so nice and warm under my blanket. I'm just banging a bit more. But I give myself permission without judging myself. And that's another conversation again. But all that self-judgment and punishment, and we can work through that. And it sounds like it is a big journey, but just the journey ever ends. And why should it end? It's an adventure. And make it as exciting as you want or as planned. Some people don't need adventure. Some people just want the same every day. And there's no judgment. That's why I say you do it in your time, in your way, because my life is the way it is, because that is how I like it. But I'm not going to have everyone copy what I do, because for some people, that's a pretty wild ride, and they don't need that. They have to be with on a lower level and they're completely fulfilled. But for me, fulfillment doesn't come from monetary ways. It needs to come from the heart space. And ideally it's connected in all ways. I don't believe that you have to choose between money or fulfillment. You can have everything and you don't have to feel bad about that, which is another conversation again. So there's obviously plenty of content we can create here, Robert, but I appreciate all the questions here for plenty more, but, and plenty of more things I would love to share, but we can save that for another day. It's been just really beautiful to have the space here today to share a few bits of pieces with you and the audience. 
So thank you for that. Thank you. The feeling is mutual. And as you said, there, there are so many different tangents that we could go down. You mentioned even earlier about that concept of vulnerability. And so we have someone, if you've been bit by Mandy Munoz bug and you say, man, she really is tapped into some of these interesting things that could really help me. And the next step is to go to her website. That's M-A-N-D-Y-M-U-N-O-Z.com. And that way you can check out that webinar that she mentioned. And that way you can get more than just this tiny little window of the glimpse into Mandy's process and her philosophy and her mindset. Because there's whatever mentor that you have, there, there was that moment when you saw them at a conference, you read their book, you went to their website, you heard their podcast, but there was that moment when you just got a little sliver, a little taste of them, and that is what that is right now. And so if you've made it this far in the podcast and listen to all of my, Manny and my conversation, then this is your sign that you need to take the next step because you've been curious about all these things. And maybe you've been curious about things your, your whole life, right? About why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking this way? Why do I still get caught in these old patterns? And if you know that there's a better way and you know that there are places that you can go, then mandymunos.com is the next step for you. And as you said, Mandy, you don't need to be climbing a mountain every day, skydiving every day. If you want to have a nice and like slow paced life, if that's your choice, then great. But as long as it's your choice to get there and it's not just something that you fell into or were bullied into or were doing the people pleasing, it's time to take action. It's time to do the lifestyle design that they all the cool kids talk about. And it's time to just do something different because if you do the same thing, get the same results, do something different, get different results. So MandyMunos.com is the place to go. And any final parting words of advice, any like big life lesson just to cap this all off as they head to mandymunos.com? Don't wait. Life is today. Don't wait because you want to live an amazing life. And yes, we can always wait for the perfect moment, but why not create the perfect moment? And the perfect, we're going to just get rid of perfect. Create something that makes you feel where you feel, oh my God, I'm really curious about it. I'm going to get myself permission to feel excited about this or to try this out because at least then I know, and it might be, oh, all this life I've been looking forward to go bungee jumping. And I went bungee jumping and I went, oh my God, it was nothing like I experienced. But at least now I can take it off my list and I'm going, I have experienced it and it gives me some feedback. So every experience is giving me a feedback to guide me off the path or on the path. And it says, nah, this is not my thing. So out of it. My, my final words would be, don't wait. You are worth it. Don't overthink it. Just do it. And yeah. I, for me, it's be authentic because live life your way. And that's all. Thank you so very much.